good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Thanks for being in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? So great to be able to come back with another podcast and spend some time with you today around God's Word. We've really been talking about a time of prayer. I hope that you're a prayer warrior. You're somebody who is very deliberate about making sure that you're spending time with God in prayer. I frequently encourage our church family, <clears throat> excuse me, to be to be uh, uh, often at an altar of prayer. Those are the things that God uses and looks for to be able to accomplish His purposes. And really, learning from the letter of First John about pledge uh, God's pledge to hear and answer our prayer can be a real encouragement. I mentioned or alluded to the fact that I do have a prayer list. I have a prayer book that I keep that I pray for specific things. And uh, in recent years here, I've seen God just so remarkable, uh, remarkably obvious in his hand and how he has worked in answering very specific prayer requests that I've given to him. Uh, and the Lord encourages us to do that, doesn't he? Uh, he said that we are to test him, to see we are to bring our our praises, yes, and our burdens and our prayer requests before Him, and it gives Him an opportunity to demonstrate His glory and His power and His love towards those who are His children. As any father is delighted to be able to hear from his children when they come in an obedient, submissive way, that father longs to meet the needs of those children. And our Father in heaven is no less different. He feels the same way and encourages us to come to Him. Now, of course, as I mentioned in the last podcast, one of the keys, one of the essentials to having answered prayer in being able to take God at His promise that He's going to hear and answer your prayer is the very first prerequisite is that, that you be a believer, that you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, uh, that you have that ongoing relationship that's vital, that's real, uh, that is a, a genuine in the sense that it has a complete submission to the Lord Jesus Christ. When you do that, the Bible says you've been born again, and you have the privilege to be able to expect from your Father in heaven uh, that He obligates Himself to take and hear your prayers. Uh, so that's one of the essentials that I mentioned in the last podcast. Let me give you a few more of those uh, essentials in order to uh, understand and appreciate God's pledge to hear and answer prayer. Do you want answered prayer in your lives? I've had often people come and say, well, I pray, but I really don't get any response. Well, there's a couple answers to that that we're going to look into the scriptures here very shortly. But the Bible, again, we go back to 1 John chapter 5 and in verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. So that promise is made to a particular class of people, and that is believers, children of God. I would suggest, secondly, that this promise reminds you that prayer is necessary for the accomplishment of God's will. There are There, there is uh, incident after incident situation after situation throughout the scriptures. And there's a, there's a little element of mystery here, but the Bible teaches very clearly that there are some things that the Lord is only moved to do when his people pray. 
we're reminded of Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14, where the Bible says, If my people will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their and and uh, and pray then he will revive his people. Uh, we know that in James chapter 4 and verse 2 the Bible says uh, you do not have because you do not ask you have not because you ask not. Uh, the Bible reminds us that when God's people pray, it is an open door for God to be able to show himself strong on their behalf. You look up in the, even in the book of Ezekiel, in the book of Isaiah, where God says, I'm looking for somebody to perform my wonders through. If prayer is offered, God works. If prayer is not offered, Part of the answer is that his hand is held back because his people. Now, this is not that you thwart God's will. Certainly, we can't thwart God's will as human beings. But the sense is that God is looking for people to cooperate with him and to be involved in the greatest the greatest enterprise this will this world has ever seen. And that is the redemption of humanity through Jesus Christ. God encourages us to pray. And when there's that need, when we seek the face of God, he is pleased to answer. I would suggest to you also that this promise of 1 John 5, 14 really makes confidence in prayer dependent on your asking according to his will. A lot of times those that are immature in the faith or even children will say, well, that promise, that, that, that promise says that if I, whatever I ask for, God has to, is obligated to give me. Well, that's actually not exactly what the Scripture says here. That is made very clear in verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. This is vital to remember. And it's reasonable, isn't it? It's reasonable that it should be so. For if God were to answer prayer which doesn't harmonize with His will, it would be inconsistent with His nature. And of course, God, being God, could never do that. He could never do such a thing that would violate his own character. And so what I'm suggesting to you is that John has put this in here to help us understand, the Holy Spirit wants us to understand, that prayer is not to change the mind of God, but it's to get our will into conformity with his. That's what it's really all about, folks. It is in order to bring myself, adjust my own desires, my appetites, uh, the hungers that I have in this world, the things that I long for, to adjust it so that I begin to long for the things that God longs for, that is so dear to His heart. Prayer is to adjust my soul so that I'm only going to be praying for those things that are going to be part of the will of God. So, confident prayer uh, is uh, dependent on your praying according to the will of God. In fact, if you do this very often, you're going to find yourself praying. And the longer I live, uh, the more cautious I am about insisting to God in my own prayer life that I've got to have what I think I need. Because if you are walking with God very long and you pray and from your viewpoint, you think there's a certain prayer request that you need to be answered in a certain way and you pray and pray and insist to God, God, you got to answer it this way. And then you get that particular thing. You may find out that's the worst thing you possibly could have asked for. Isn't it so much better to pray 
to our Father in heaven, who has the ability to not, excuse me, has the willingness to give, but also has the wisdom in knowing what to give and how to answer those prayers. So asking according to his will is absolutely essential. I might touch on that a little bit more later. Let me suggest this also. The promise of 1 John 5, 14 about God's answer to prayer is that this is a promise that is given not to hinder or block our asking, but actually to encourage our coming to the Lord. In other words, I want to encourage you to remove from your mind the idea that prayer is so difficult and receiving things from God is such a hard business like he's a begrudging taskmaster, but rather to pray according to his will does not mean asking for less, but it actually means praying for more. And if it means asking for more, it means receiving more. God is looking from everything I can read and everything I can tell in the scripture. God is looking for somebody to trust him more, to receive from his hand that which he would love to pour out on his servants. But yet we ask amiss, the scripture says. We ask in order to satisfy our own selfish desires. When I ask and I mean those things that God desires, God is so pleased, and it's always better when he does it. And last of all, let me suggest this. The promise of 1 John 5, 14 implies that you can absolutely, um, you can be absolutely sure of God's will when you pray. Uh, The word in verse 14 is, and it's an interesting word, it says, and this is the confidence that we have in him. Uh, In verse 15, it says it a different way. We know that he hears us when we pray. In John chapter 11, verse 41 is a great commentary on this. And I love the passage because it's a, it's a, it's a, a moment in Jesus' ministry and in his life where, and you remember this passage, it's where Lazarus had died and Jesus had come to the village and Mary and Martha were grieving very deeply. And Jesus says, remove the stone, roll the stone away. And they removed the stone. And then the Bible says in John eleven forty one, Jesus literally raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, to paraphrase what he said. He said, I knew that you always hear me, but because of the people standing around, I said it so that they may believe that you sent me. Um, He had such confidence in prayer because he was praying according to God's will. And so I'm suggesting to you today, it'll make your prayer so much more a delight when you're sure of his will when you pray, and because then you can be sure of the answer. And so that leads us and raises the question that we'll answer in the next podcast. How can we be sure then of God's will when we pray? How can we know that for sure? Well, come back in the next podcast and we'll examine that more closely. God bless you today. If you've not taken the time to pray, why don't you take time to do that now? Or at least on your way, wherever you are, make sure that that communication with the Lord remains open. Let's be a group of prayer warriors that are going to see great things that God